Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are a part of Local Church St. Pete. We want to highlight his activity and celebrate his grace. Enjoy this story. Hi, church family. My name is Katie Stacy, soon to be Katie Radford. Uh, I started attending local uh, exactly a year ago, and my fiance and I joined as members in January of this year. I grew up in a homeschool Christian family here in the Tampa Bay area. My parents have always been extremely active in their faith and committed to sharing that with their children. Even so, growing up, church was strictly an obligation for me. We unfortunately, and for the most part unknowingly, attended a very broken church for my first 20 years. Sadly, the leadership was corrupt, selfish, and it eventually fell apart. Um, I did not retain the gospel at that church. I knew Jesus in my head, but I had no idea what it meant to know him in my heart. My life was solely based on things that pleased me in the moment, which resulted in regular sinful behaviors and attitudes. I lived this way all through college and bounced around um, new churches over the coming years. During my time in college, I was involved in campus ministry, although I was not close friends with anyone in the group, which meant I had no active Christian community um, influencing my life. I had all non-believing friends, and I was actively abusing God's grace. I thought, why not choose the fun, sinful life if God's grace exists and it's unconditional? To me, his grace was something of immediate access and easy disposal. It held no significance in my life. I pursued meaning and identity and worldly behaviors instead of in Christ. I felt slightly guilty over my actions, but only because I knew they were the wrong choice. But by the grace of God, during my senior semester, I felt the Lord actively pursuing my heart. I started to feel true convictions through different sermons and Bible studies. Two weeks after graduation, I moved to Washington, D.C. This was a drastic move because I left behind all of my friends and my coworkers that I relied on for companionship. God physically removed me from my sinful lifestyle and influence and dropped me in a world where I was totally surrounded by God-fearing Christians at Capitol Hill Baptist Church. The first sermon I heard at the church in May of 2018 was a very timely sermon about abusing God's grace and what it means to be a child of God. The pastor taught that pursuing holiness and growing to be more like Christ should be your daily goal and your desire. If not, you are likely not a child of God. This was extremely challenging for me to hear. I grew up assuming that I was certainly a child of God and I was protected in that title by his grace. The sermon challenged my heart in a way that it had never been challenged before. I began to deeply question my own salvation. I knew that I should be living a good life and reading my Bible, but I didn't understand why I should desire a life like Christ. Romans 12.1 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. We pursue Christ and a holy life as an act of worship to our Heavenly Father. Ultimately, I would say that this is when my faith became real. As Christians, our lives should reflect Jesus' life. Every day we should be inspired by the convictions um, of our hearts and the Holy Spirit and embrace and act on it. 
After that sermon, the Holy Spirit totally changed my life, and I put heavy restrictions on myself when it came to my convictions. I needed to totally eliminate things and people out of my life in order to best understand my relationship with God and allow the Holy Spirit to work. Ever since, I've continued in community groups, um, small groups, discipleship relationships, um, elder counseling, anything that would feed my spiritual life. I have found that surrounding myself with a community that knows my heart and my struggles encourages me in my pursuit of holiness. Some practical applications that adapted and changed as I started to understand God's grace are, one, my choice of vocabulary. Everything that came out of Jesus' mouth was good, perfect, and holy. How did my language compare against that? I totally eliminated crude language from my vocabulary. I stopped using the Lord's name in vain. And I am still developing using my words for love instead of gossip or hurt. Two, asking for forgiveness. Previously, my heart was very prideful and hard, and so asking for forgiveness was far and few between, even though I needed it regularly. Now, I desire my heart to be cleansed of sin and ready before the Lord, so I practice asking for his forgiveness, especially in times when the other party doesn't feel hurt, but the Holy Spirit um, has convicted my heart of my wrongful attitude. Three, loving those that are hard to love. I use Jesus as my example and practice loving those who are normally very challenging for me to love. I see that a lot in family or with people who I feel have wronged me. Um, But if Jesus can forgive them, who am I to hold any bitterness? Lastly, allowing for church community and small groups to be active in my life. This church community has walked beside me to show me constant examples of sacrificial love. Small group has taught me how to read the Bible, apply it to my life, and how to allow close friends in to hold you accountable. I fall short of pursuing holiness daily and will continue to until the Lord's return, but now I understand the difference in falling short and casually asking for forgiveness and falling short, conviction by the Holy Spirit, genuine repentance, and continuing to grow. I used to worship God only on Sundays with my attendance in church in my worship to him through singing. But now um, I worship to him in my words, my actions, my attitudes, and my constant pursuit to be more like him. In contrast to before, his grace to me now is a sacred, sweet, loving gesture from our Heavenly Father who cares deeply for us. Not something to be used and abused, but to be cherished, thankful for, and an access point to be more like Christ. I see the work of the Holy Spirit in my life over the past three years, and I praise God for his revival in my life. We want to pray for Katie. Katie, thank you so much for sharing this with us, um, just for opening up your life. And uh, let's, let's give God uh, thanks here. Father, thank you so much for the work of grace you've done in Katie, the revival that she spoke of, Lord, uh, uh, and bringing her to a place of, of seeing grace for really what it is and, and no longer abusing it. Uh, Lord, we just pray that you continue to grow her. Lord, continue to meet her in this place. And Father, um, continue to bless her and, and thank you for the influence now she's having on others thank you lord for this this story that helps us really look at our own lives and how we're interacting with your grace now, lord we want to be shaped by your grace we don't want to abuse it now, we want to be moved by it and humbled by it 
So Lord, would you continue to help us as a church community, corporately but individually, um, to learn from grace, to learn from it, that it it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and how to live a a self-controlled life here and now. We've been moved by it. Move us still more. Revive our hearts, Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Katie. So good.